Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive Podcast. On the show this week, I have Gemma Vidal in studio, the brand new host of the new show on the Geek Say What Network, DGIF. That's Diverse Geeks in Focus. Gemma, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so much fun. Yeah, thank you for doing the show. I felt like uh, I got to learn a lot about you and where you want to take the show. I think you're going to be a fantastic addition to the network. Oh, thank you. No, this was a great introduction uh, to to the network and what it brings. And yeah, I... This has just been so chill. I'm I'm looking forward to future episodes. Yeah, normally Jason's uh, scared of me like... Scaring people off. Yeah, so, no, ah. I, I definitely had this precon. I, yeah, I admit I had this preconception. But the minute we, the mics were on, we were just talking, and I'm like, and next thing you know, we were just like, oh, we have to wrap it up. I'm like, really? That was quick. Yeah, yeah. this is a great was episode. Super fast. Yeah, this was a great one. Oh, you and- don't have to suck it up. Oh, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, dude. Gemma, you're welcome back anytime. Yes, folks, I can't wait for you to hear this one, and I can't wait for you to hear her show comes out when. Comes out in mid September after Labor Day on Wednesdays, and it's uh, once again it's Diverse Geeks in Focus. If not, you can check out updates for uh, for us. It's on Facebook, Diverse Geeks in Focus, but you can follow us on Instagram and uh, most likely Twitter at Diverse Geeks in Focus hashtags DGIF. But you can also follow me uh, personally if you would like on Twitter at at Sweet and Bitter Gem. That's Sweet, <laughs> the letter N. Bitter Gem, G E M. And uh, my personal Instagram account is Panra, P A N R A. Follow that shit, folks. <laughs> David, where can they find you? You can find me at Superfan Armenta on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at Facebook um, at David Armenta. And you can also uh, please go out and donate um, Lupus Org, donate to the cause. And if you can, please go out and donate platelets. They take platelets. Uh, every seven days up to 24 times a year and there's a shortage going on this summer so please go out and donate to your local hospital as well as whole blood they take whole blood every 115 times a year i'm sorry you could donate whole blood every 115 days a year so please go out and donate yeah <laughs> and you can find me on instagram at justin malari and on twitter at justin underscore malari and uh the Geek Offensive has its own Instagram as well, at Geek Offensive, and we're now maintaining the Facebook page. It's not oh, just now you blank. Are. Woo, yeah. woo. Not just blank anymore. It's not just one random quote from Street Fighter anymore. And it's, <laughs> and it's, no, that's what uh, it was. Him. That's what it was for like a few weeks. <laughs> like even just some one Mortal Kombat, like just finished. Yeah, no, that'll probably go up at some point. And we got there over we go. 100 likes right now. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> Keep it going, people. Big Three time. digits, y'all. <laughs> Keep it right. going. Big time. It's a milestone. <laughs> and also, this show is part of the Geek Say What Network, as is DGIF. Yep. And you can find uh, all our shows, or and you can find the Geek Say What Network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Uh, and you can find all our shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you get your talking. So please check out the other two shows that are available right now and Gemma's that will be available in September. Yep. Um, we're we growing, have, people. We're yeah. growing. Dang. Yeah, we're yes. growing. We have uh, over. We have uh, Ready Set Geek, your starting line to geek culture, hosted by uh, Alex Gallet, JPG, Cole, and Anthony. And we have our twice a month trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga, Ish, and Sam. Uh, please download, rate, and subscribe to all those shows, and give us a shout out in the comment section. Don't be afraid. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, next up, shout out to Wayland Productions. They are our associate producers. You can find them at wayland.ws. They share the space with us, help us sound great, uh, mm-hmm. and support the new audio drama, which is available on Alpha. It's called We're Live Frontier. Mm. Next up, we have uh, jordandene.com. That's jordan, D-E-N-E dot com. Uh, jordan Ellis runs a online clothing store out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco-friendly, helps you look nerdy, and if you shop with the uh, promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase, so buy a shirt, you heathens. Or whatever else she has on there. Like, yeah. Buy that stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, shout out to Marley Rosner, who does all the original music for us. You can find him at... Cal State Fullerton because he's a teacher there. Stalk him. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm wondering. I, I really hope I'm helping him, to be honest. Sign up, Sign fall up for semester. Yeah, fall semester's coming up, folks. Fill, the, fill those seats. And then put a hashtag geek offensive. Yeah, and, and rate my professor. Just go I'll there. Rate my professor. Weird, let's give him a weird review, but and give him like surveys. a Yeah, but give him like a good rating. Just weird review. Yeah. And then I'll get the phone call. And once he does, I'll share the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Gemma, thank you again. I can't wait for people to hear this episode and to hear your show. No, thank you, thank you for, thank you so much for sharing me on your uh, platform. It's yeah. been great. That's can't right. Can't wait for the next episode. That's right. Oh. Follow her. Yes. And yeah, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to both our shows. Cue my music. the thing i was living in san francisco for 11 years so there's a lot of years where i missed out for like, school or school originally and uh-huh. then i moved up and i just stayed up there oh okay yeah so i moved up there right after high school so i was 18 yeah and i left when i was 29 oh shoot yeah so i was living up there for a while yeah that but that's basically what my brother did he he really had he really he like the minute he could, he got out of the house and yeah, San Francisco. And he's been there since. Are you from San Francisco? No, I'm from San Jose. San Jose. Oh, okay. That's yeah. only like 40 minutes out. Yeah. It's still considered the Bay Area. It's like kind of the very much the sub- suburbs of where people can semi afford to live in. I um, mean, it's kind of hard now. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people get kicked out, but San Jose is not even a, like an affordable place anymore. So yeah. it's, uh, yeah, I don't. Well, like when they moved, people are like, "Are you are you sure, Gemma? You're moving to LA?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, it's fine." And they're like, "You're probably not going to be able to come back." I'm like, "I know, I'm not going to be able to come back." Yeesh. How long ago was it that uh, you moved down here? Uh, 2016 is when I started working here. So yeah, so almost, almost three years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like was... April, April, I started working. So I moved, like literally, like the last week of March. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I moved. I moved back down. Um, end of. 2014 oh so right before i got right before i got to, uh, right before you <laughs> yeah well that's crazy yeah what was it just you were just done with sf um it was change? i was scraping by oh cheers by the way yeah bam cheers david in the booth air cheers through the window yeah, air, air cheers, cheers guys. air cheers air cheers but uh, it, was, it was a number of things. It was one was just getting too expensive. Like that last yeah. year there, I was I was working three jobs. Dang. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> no, that's basically what yeah. my cousin's doing. He lives in Daly City, where all the other Filipinos are. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he says he's he's sharing a house, but it's like with seven 
other people and they even oh. share rooms like a dorm i'm like i, I could not do that no, no, no. i had i had like i had my own little tiny studio but it was at least it was mine yeah you know, i had that to myself yeah that's really like that's really lucky yeah or... uh but yeah so it was a uh, cost was an issue and then um mm-hmm. the last couple of visits that i had back down to socal mm-hmm. like while i was still living up there um, it was just getting real noticeable, like how old my parents were getting. Oh yeah, because they're both going to be sixty-eight later this year. Oh wow! And then, yeah. and the and the final like thing was just like all the kids down here were like growing up, and they had like no idea who I was. Yeah, I was, I was, I'm, I was oh, like, right, right, right. I was in danger of being that one uncle. It's like, yeah, oh, that- you remember your uncle Justin? He's yeah, oh yeah. gosh, yeah. I've been away. I mean, before I went back and started working in the bay area i was uh, gone for like two years living in japan and i was already that uh that's when my little nieces and nephews were being born and growing up so when i came back it was like yeah you're this is your auntie Gemma, and they're just like yeah so and then i moved again (laughs) yeah and then i moved again to la so i'm always that aunt or person who's who doesn't stay put like they're the ones who are moving to LA or somewhere else. So, isn't it funny how, like, Filipino families, like, that's the one relative that, that's one of the types of relatives that always get singled out? Yeah. It's like, I'm sorry that I wanted, like, explore somewhere else yeah. or be <laughs> willing to move where the job is. I don't know. Yeah. That was another know. thing for me, just opportunity was thin up there. And, yeah. Uh, Wait, what were you doing, though? Uh, so, day job was working Bevmo. Okay. And then uh, I would bartend at night. Yeah. For like an event center. So not like a re- even a regular bar. It would oh, be like. Oh, yeah. Only one like major events or you, something. Right. It, which were yes. like, it was pretty frequent. It was a popular like venue. Yeah. Um, and then randomly, like when my friends needed uh, help with their uh, small film part. But small film projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would. That's oh. yeah. I got some like hands-on experience through that. Okay. Yeah, so I got to be a grip and help with lighting, sound, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I got like kind of a crash course and all of that. Yeah, it pretty much sucks that LA is the only place to do like expand on that job if you if that's what you want to do. Like I don't, I don't see anything in SF unless like Pixar or something. That's like the only really entertainment. Mm-hmm. company i can see in uh, the bay yeah the bay kind of has this um very small like tight-knit community up there and god god bless them for trying to get something going on up there it's a struggle right now yeah or at least yeah. it was when i left maybe right things are going maybe it's well. kind of better now i hope maybe yeah. yeah yeah it was like uh i remember i helped uh, my friend derek uh shout out to derek wong um he we uh worked on his like small film project and it made it to like camp fest up oh, there nice. And then uh, I remember, like, it must have been at least a year and a half later. Yeah. It, like, oh, hey, we're on Comcast now. So I was like, what? And then I it, I got to check it out on TV. Oh, what? Yeah, so it was, like, an on-demand Aww, thing. Oh, yeah. very cool, man. Yeah, oh, that's... so that hopefully that's a sign, like, things are getting better up there. Kudos to you, sir. <laughs> Never met you, but kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, but, okay, so you're from San Jose originally. Yep. Grew up there? Yep. San Ho, you know. Okay, so I don't even know if they say that anymore. I'm old. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Uh, So, but you said you were in Japan. So, did you were you there through high school, through college? No, I worked there. So uh, I was in the jet program. And ah, okay. Are you familiar with that? Yeah, I had a few roommates that did that. Yeah. So, for those who aren't familiar, um, the jet program is basically you go to Japan um, to share the culture of the 
uh, original country you are from. But in the meantime, but uh, it's through teaching English. So you're there. You are being paid as an um, ALT or uh, assistant language teacher to a Japanese instructor and you teach English to them. But at the same time, um, they're also you're also having the kids like meet you and show where you're from because if you're not in Tokyo or Osaka or any of the major cities, a lot of children or a lot of, of those community members don't um, see foreigners. So it's um, it's a nice learning experience and not only for the residents there, but for you as well. So that's, yeah. that's kind of a, a funny issue that no one really thinks about like outside of the u.s like mm-hmm. the like all of us who grew up here were used to seeing every race under the sun yeah um and this was brought up when i was actually dating someone from china yeah is, we don't need to get into it. <laughs> but uh or should we <laughs> we can later after a few more beers yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we haven't finished um, that one beer but yet. <laughs> yeah she she brought it up that's mm-hmm. like when she first moved here it was just like oh, i'm not used to seeing mexican people yeah and it's just they like they don't have that diversity where she's from. It's, no. I'm guessing Japan's the same thing. No, it's exactly the same. Um, my friends, uh, one of my friends, um, shout out to Chris Lam. He's still in Japan. He he's black. Well, he's half black, half Filipino, mm-hmm. and but he um, he presents as black. So, but there are instances where you know. Like they would literally stare at him in on the train, and it's to the point where, and it's not even it's not even to say you can say they're racist because and there are points where they will some people actually move away from him. They will get up and walk, Jesus, and move away. Yeah. And for us, it's like, oh my god, that is so racist. Yeah. But I mean, Japan is over ninety percent homogenous. Mm-hmm. Like they're all Japanese. So to see someone with darker skin. It's like just so mind-boggling, and I guess in terms of like cultural norms, like staring is okay. So when they're staring <laughs> Whoa, at <really>? you, <laughs> yeah, no one really comments and it's like stop staring, kind of thing. Um, except maybe for kids, but from what I from what I've seen, yeah, staring is not that big. Like <laughs> they will stare at you and keep staring at you, even though you're staring at them back. They will stare right back at you, and I'm like, whoa, this is kind of weird. I know I've definitely seen a video where people were like it, it was either korea or japan uh-huh but they they were literally walking up to this black person like hey can i touch your hair yeah it's just like yeah it's, it's that kind of like and, yeah lack of diversity there's it they're almost alien to them yeah and it's to that point where like man you would not get away with that here in america like never ask never ask a black person to, to, i'm just like can touch oh, your hair man. it's like oh no don't i mean how much how much of that do you think is okay over there? Like, there's going to be those questions. Like, it's I don't know. I mean, it depends on the on the individuals. Well, first, there's that adaptability and just mm-hmm. that that knowledge of like, hey, you're in another country where you they weren't as privileged that we were privileged enough to live in America where we are able to see yeah. different faces, different races, different backgrounds and this country doesn't so there you have to you know keep in mind you have to keep an open mind but at the same time it's like this is an opportunity to teach people too absolutely and that's what the jet program was about so if it's like oh can i touch your hair i'm sure that person would be like well 
either if they're comfortable enough to go, yeah, sure, or they can also use that opportunity. Right. To it shouldn't teach. be the first thing you say when you see them. Right, right, right. It should. And <laughs> maybe a hello. Yeah. Take them out a to hello lunch. would be nice. And <laughs> maybe a conversation of yeah. how the weather is. It's like, hey, remember, I'm human too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's why I always feel like um, when we. This is going to be a bit of a stretch, but in terms of representation, like in media out here, mm-hmm. when people use that argument, I'm like, uh, so like Ghost in the Shell, for example, yeah. when they cast like, yeah. Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. they went to like, oh, let's see what Japan says. Maybe, they, And they were all cool with it because they're like, well, they don't have this problem over there. Yeah. And they don't. And and there's uh, their um, whole film industry it's like we all we only have japanese people so we can yeah, cast japanese people right right but then there's also this uh i don't i don't know what the right word is but it's kind of like um you know they uh they really you know americans or the white um just white skin or tone? just white skin tone in mm-hmm. general it's it's admired there it's considered like oh wow we're going to have a like a like an american actress play our stuff like that's that's a huge thing so it's not so for them it's more of a boon than anything else they Mm -hmm. don't understand the race implications like america is this it's a very unique country that has this this tension of uh this racial tension because it literally is this melting pot. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, it's in, in this sense, it's kind of exciting that we're living in this time just because if you think about it, the stuff is still new. Like the civil rights movie was like what? 1950s. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> you know? it's, I mean, it's also very sad. It's yeah. just like, yeah, it wasn't that long ago, but it's like, it should have come a lot sooner. It should, it should have. not have even needed to exist. But yeah, it's this crazy. That's why I feel like America is still an experiment. Well, We're still f- and, going through all well, that's shit. another thing yeah. too. America is very young yeah. compared to, compared to Britain and, Jesus, like Egypt and stuff, <laughs> you know, like that country still like yeah. exists and the Middle East. I mean, they were learning like fucking astronomy, mm-hmm. you know, and when, when America didn't even like exist. And yeah, so. Yeah. Old here is like 1928. Yeah. Old over there is Whereas like. all the other countries are like, oh, bitches, please. <laughs> yeah. This is from the 12th century. Yeah. So, BC. Like, like <laughs> Yeah. That rock is older than your whole country. So. Like, uh, this is what we wrote on rocks. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's, it's humbling. And I think uh, America kind of, kind of needs to remember that. Yeah. Um, and then there's a lot of issues. Let's, we'll, we'll probably get into yeah, it. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is this the type of thing you'll be covering on your new show? See that? See how oh, I did that? Oh, what a see, segue. See oh, how man, I did I'm, that? I'm taking notes. It's like, it's like, it's like taking, I know what I'm doing, guys. I'm taking notes. <laughs> 67 on. episodes in. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 67, epi- 67 episodes that's, later. That's a sweet spot. I will. <laughs> you'll get there. Oh, okay. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> Episode one down. 66, 66 more to go. <laughs> can't even, can't even speak. Uh, yes and no. It's more. I'm more. So the podcast I'm starting is diverse geeks in focus. So it's definitely more on that geeky tinge to it. Not that this podcast is not geeky, but so we're focusing on a certain aspect of marginalized voices. So mm-hmm. my first episode was trans and non-binary. Um, geeks 
So our first guest is Emily Schmemily. And she was love her. Yeah, love her. Yeah, no, she was great. Episode sixty one. If you folks want (laughs) to take a look at that, she was great. She was great, (laughs) and to have her as the first guest was just very cool. So she's like square in that. uh, Yeah, discussion. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) she she was amazing, and uh, and through that, so we focused on her. Ask her ask her conversational questions more like an interview and how in i guess personal yeah personal quite on her history on how she got to be trans what her like kind of goes into a deep dive but then we also put a lens on how it connects to something in pop culture and geek culture so in this instant we use to me the obvious choice steven universe the animation show Mm -hmm. so through that we talked about our love for steven universe and how that connected with her identity in trans or if that even helped or if that hindered or anything like that so each episode is going to be like that we're going to focus on that on that geek on on that marginalized voice and then from there kind of put a lens on well what what's their passion and how they got to be passionate about it because usually in geekdom it's we cling to a certain show or a certain IP because it resonates with us somehow. Yeah, and it becomes super tied to your identity. Yeah. So I want to I wanted to make sure people out there recognize cuz when we hear the word geek now it's it's kind of become part of the pop culture zeitgeist where it's it's a it's cool. Yeah. Uh, ironically enough, um, the geeks are cool, but I feel like when the the term geek comes into your head, we still see the stereotypical like maybe Chris Hardwick kind of face or yeah. Dwight male. So I hope with this podcast, I'm like, no, there are a lot more people, more geeks to this. And there are definite reasons why they got into geekdom. It's not just yeah. gaming because it's like Overwatch. And yeah. Well, I mean, for example, stuff. like I, in terms of representation, I can't believe there, there's such a huge lack of Asian characters because crazy rich Asians. Exactly. Crazy it's rich our Black Panther. <laughs> It's I, I know I said movie. Crazy Rich Asians is our Black Panther. Oh uh, yeah, it is. Oh no, it is. But Black Panther's a good movie. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I'm, I'm just saying like every convention I go to and like all the biggest nerds I know are like Asian people. I'm like, yeah. why wasn't there more stuff um, directed toward them? Yeah. Even from a marketing perspective, I'm like, why didn't you aim it right at them? You got a secure demographic there. Make them happy. Well, it's odd because it's also. It can be targeted at them, but for certain types, like it, they like for anime, manga, and stuff like that's definitely aimed towards. I think more, oh, of course. more towards the Asian yeah. males, but not for comics or American comics or mm-hmm. like American TV shows and things like that. So yeah, it is kind of it's it's kind of frustrating to be in this industry and then real. It's just like it's staring you right in the face. Like, why can you not see? You're just sitting on this money. Um, if anything, if you're thinking of profit alone, just think of it that way if you have to because they're greedy bastards. But <laughs> rather than just like, yeah, we should include everyone in this endeavor. Okay, so how did you... Did you always know you were nerdy? Or like, was there... Oh, what, yeah. What was, your, what was your gateway moment? Well, okay, so... I didn't know this was like a Japanese anime at the time, but Voltron was on, and I loved that as a kid. But I didn't that it was like 
very subtle. I was just like, oh, this is very cool, robots or whatever. But I think I understood what Japanese anime was and got into nerddom with mm-hmm. Sailor Moon. Ah, as all girls at that age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I watched it too. Yeah, no, my, no, unabashedly, my, I was just like, yeah, I watch it. Yeah, yeah. my my official first thing was Voltron though, and mm-hmm. then but Sailor Moon was the one where I was just like, yes, I will collect everything and go to stores and what is this convention? <laughs> yeah, that really. And then it was like. Well, depending on some people, I say uphill, but you know, some people could go downhill from how, there. How old were you when this is going on? Um, I think I was in probably first year of junior high. First year of junior high. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And then before that, it was just kind of typical yeah. childhood. Kind of, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, yes, like, or when you were a little kid, Sesame Street, or all those other little shows for kids. I remember watching a lot more movies than kid shows oh, nice. like i watched um like flight of the navigator i know was like a super like my parents would make fun of me because they're like you put that on all the time and even like shit like like the three amigos i love that movie oh it's one of my favorites yeah i love oh man if they can i don't i don't want to say i want a remake but that because that movie was so good leave it as is leave it yeah leave it alone it as is. yeah leave steve it. martin oh those three man and those those three in their prime the best yes it, it the movie uh, profits so much from like just their chemistry. Like you can't just oh, yeah. throw a bunch of comedians back in those. Yeah, roles. I'm sure if I watch it again now, I'll be like, "Damn, this is kind of problematic," but I'll I'll still love it. Like it's fine. It'll yeah, be a problematic fave. It's fine. Yeah. yeah, that's a funny thing about like some of my favorite <laughs> movies. Like you go back and you're like, "Oh no, Back to the Future," or you're like, yeah. "Oh no, Revenge of the Nerds." And you're like, "Oh." Yeah, but. At the same time, we're we're allowed to love what we love. The mm-hmm. thing is, we have to, you know, keep in mind what is problematic, or mm-hmm. else we can't move forward with that. It's not. I think the one of the issues nowadays is just like, oh, you. It's either you love it or you hate it. You can't. There's no it, nuance. Yeah, there's no nuance. It's yeah. like you can't love something and also admit that it has its flaws. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, especially with those old movies where. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, especially during I, I, that era, it's like. Yeah. I bet people want to like re-release them, but like edit the things out. And I'm like, yeah. no, you gotta you gotta leave everything in so we understand what was going on at yeah. the time. Because yeah, because when you were learning, you're like, damn, it must have sucked back. Like, what were they learning back then? You exactly. know, but it's still a good movie though. You should watch it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Now it's one of those things where um, that that goes to a bigger problem as well when you're trying to like make everything too safe and too yeah. Um, to, just to cater to people who are too sensitive. Yeah, and and that also ties into, um, it's either love it or hate it. Like, yeah, there's no like, you, you look at the context here. There was what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's always quick to. It's more like that clickbait culture. You you want the quick headline. And yeah, you don't want to. You want dive that instant like the, like Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill said this, and he has to like retweet and go. Actually, no, that that was taken out of context or something. It's yeah, it's it's for the clicks. Yeah. Well, this is why I'm glad you're you're doing a show like this because, yeah. especially with the issues you're tackling, mm-hmm. um, you can't look at it through headlines. You can't look at yeah. it through these just one two paragraph article. Yeah. Like all of these subjects kind of demand like, hey, we need to sit down and have a rational talk about this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and I hope that's that's what people will get out of it as uh, as the podcast goes on. But yeah, I'm super excited about it. Because uh, I don't think there's enough podcasts that kind of do something like that. So it'd be nice to 
to talk about things like that and just get to meet cool people. Like yeah. Just meet new cool people and just talk about what we like. Like what's. Yeah, I can tell you that's probably the favorite. My favorite thing about this job yeah, is just. Right? Oh, I I think that person's interesting. Let's talk to them for an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's literally just going. Hey, you seem like a cool person. I'm starting a podcast. Would you be cool? If, <laughs> would you be interested in like talking like about an hour with me and just get to know each other and they're like yeah sure like it's so casual it's not like this let us have a meet let us have a business meeting and yeah you don't get this project you don't get like a snapshot of what the yeah you know let's do lunch yeah yeah um but no that's uh that's one of the things that uh i've grown to love about this and like i said with what you're doing i Mm -hmm. think you absolutely need it is there any well, let's go to this. How did you end up on the network? Uh, I met, well, I'm friends with uh, Justin Madriaga from uh, Geek KO. Shout out, Justin. Gemma was on episode 50 of Geek KO, if you want to download and subscribe. Yeah, their 50th episode <laughs> where I grilled them on Teen Titans and Teen <laughs> Titans Go. It was fun. And I hilarious. was there at the beginning of that. Thing. Yeah, you were. Yeah, you were just right. chilling. And I'm like, okay, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So I met, I'm friends with Justin because we were uh, swing dance partners. I met him in the swing community here in LA and I knew he was doing a podcast, but we got to talking because I'm a, like David, I'm a huge fan of podcasts. Let's put a button on that swing community. I want to go back to that later. Okay. (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah. So I, uh. Yeah, uh, I talked to him about like just nerding out on podcasts and I told him I had this, I wished I could do something. Basically, I couldn't put it really into words, but basically what I'm doing now with Diverse Geeks in Focus. And he was just like, oh, well, the head of the network, he's kind of looking for more podcasts. Um, I can connect you with him. And I'm like, oh, that'd be great. And literally that night, he was just like, oh, yeah, Jason's free. Let's... uh, uh, let's meet at uh, downtown. He agreed to meet at downtown Disney. We can chat. So that same night, we were just kind of hanging out, and I got to meet uh, Jason and his wife Alex, and who's also on. Uh, they both run Ready Set Geek, and uh, yeah, it we it was a good connection. And Alex was already looking to have that kind of show, regardless. Just just that with her bandwidth, she just could not uh, do it herself, and. I was just like, well, I'd be interested. I've always wanted to do a podcast. And like, she's, I know a thing and then her eyes started gleaming and she's like, really? Because I'm serious. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of just went from there. My ask from you is to get Alex as far out of her bubble as possible. What do you mean her bubble? Like what? she likes to, it's like pulling teeth to get her to try something new. So Really? Yeah. No, she seems very gung-ho from what I see. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Oh, mm. no. First impressions are great. <laughs> yeah, so so she is. Uh, Come Alex. at me, Alex, you uh. soulless monster. No, anyway. <laughs> Alex, Alex is my co-host. Ah. So I will, uh, I will learn from her and grow with her with this so yeah. yeah oh by the way that's one thing i do like to check if anyone's listening <laughs> that's how i know alex never listens to this because <laughs> you randomly go yeah. you just call her out and yeah. then the just, next time you see a, her she doesn't say anything just a heads up since you're on the network now <laughs> yeah okay 
It's like fucking Gemma. I, I swear. Know. <laughs> I heard that on it's episode. Like, damn it! It's a little bookmark. Seventy and seventy-one. It's yeah. like God damn it! <laughs> All right, she listens. Yeah, cool. right. Mark seven minutes. Oh, you got I'll up. do it. <laughs> Oh, I know you caught up. Oh, you're updated now. Oh, okay, cool. okay, updated. Okay, so I have to go sequentially. I see. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, so what what are you nerdy? Speaking of trying new things, mm-hmm. what are, what are you nerdy about? What are you trying right now? Ooh, uh, I think with what the <laughs> okay, so with how the world is right now, I get. I'm looking into more positive things, things that just make me Great warm outlook. and fuzzy. Yeah, because yeah. that is not my natural, like, I'm definitely a, the glass is very near empty kind of person. <laughs> so uh, I've been kind of looking more towards, like, animated stuff or, like, Steven Universe is uh, one of my latest obsessions, but... Um, yeah, I only just started it. From what I've seen, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. I think... For those who are just getting into it, like the first several episodes or maybe like the first half of the first season, it's kind of like, oh, okay, gems fighting, sure. And then the storyline hits and you're like, whoa, this is kind of, they're taking this somewhere and it kind of just gets better and better from there. But uh, yeah, so feel good cartoons, like I'm catching up on Gravity Falls and and, um, I'm... (laughs) I'm. I grew up on Disney, so I'm watching the new Ducktales. Yes. Did we become <laughs> yes. just? Did we just become best friends? Yes, Our we men did. Is so excited right yeah. now. <laughs> yes. Wait, have you watched the Big Hero Six cartoon? <laughs> no, but it's recorded on my TV. So okay. Sooner or later, I'm gonna get to it. Yeah, I'm a little bummed they don't do a lot of promo on that one. But yeah, that's all. Well, I love Big Hero Six, so when I oh. saw they were doing an animated show, I'm like, I have to. But yeah, so the exactly. show's actually promo it holds up. It's an. Uh, Big Hero 6? Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, I watched... So they put out this pilot, which com- which is right after the movie. And it was like in about an hour, Okay. I think. And yeah, most of the voice actors returned for their roles. I was just going to say that. Yeah, most of the actors came back, right? Yeah, it's just a bummer because it's maybe not... Maybe not T.J. Miller. Yeah. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think it was as bad. No, I don't think it was yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, the only bummer is it's... Uh, well, the animation is good, but it's not the CG of that course. they did. Yeah. Budgeting. But, TV um, budget. <laughs> yeah. So those... Yeah, those are the shows I really get excited for. Um, Teen Titans Go, obviously, um, is hilarious. Yeah, actually, let's let's go into that just because yeah. that show got like an unreasonable unreasonable <laughs> amount of hate for some yeah, reason. Yeah, it got. I so, didn't even know. Yeah, I didn't even know how much hate until and, I started researching. I'm like, whoa, people do not <laughs> yeah. like this show. Because so, so what I did is like I just saw the first few episodes. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah, right. And then right. And then I looked I up. Don't understand. Yeah, and then well, I looked up what was going on, and everyone's shitting on it for some reason. Well, it's it's a mix of DC history. The the image of DC plus the fans. So DC is known and Teen Titans, the brand, the the line itself, it's it's kind of like in the Batman line. It's kind of dark. It's very serious. And the show that preceded Teen Titans Go was the serious DC animated shows that everyone knows and rightly loves, mm-hmm. right? So and from what I've from what I understand, the Teen Titans Go were originally just these little shorts that Cartoon Network would broadcast. Like, yeah. You know, those little mini mm-hmm. And they were popular and popular enough that they made a whole show out of it once yeah. the Teen Titans show got was uh, was finished. And yet it got this huge backlash. And but 
it still has enough fans because, I mean, it's on season five. Yeah, so, it's doing great. It got a movie. It got a movie. So <laughs> I don't think the hate, like the hate is kind of just grumblings from below. It's <laughs> like a really small vocal minority. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's loud enough that people know that this was hated but, on. Again, it was really strange just because uh, for me, whenever there's like superheroes, um, I love anything like slice of life with a superhero yeah. because it just, it flushes out the character Yeah. For me. Like when you hear well, when you have a superhero, of course you're expecting them to fight the bad guys, save the people, yeah, and make sure the city's safe. Like that's what we had in the first show mm-hmm. with Teen Titans. With Teen Titans Go, like you get a new facet of their personalities. I'm sure it's not within continuity, just so they can be sillier, but. It was just a nice change of pace. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. And they make fun of themselves, which makes it the best. Like, it just oh, makes up that. the whole DC universe. I mean, they make fun. They they use the Martha joke for the <laughs> Batmans. It's so good. I just screamed great. that out in arguments now. Oh, yeah. Just to see if, like, maybe that'll work. Yeah. I mean, Why did I can't you say even, that name? <laughs> I, can't even hear, I can't even hear Martha the same. If I hear someone even named Martha, I'll just start cracking up. I'm like, oh. I remember seeing that in the movie going like, oh. Okay, now what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just started laughing out of embarrassment when I saw that part because I'm like, really? My my mother's name is Martha. I'm like, oh, come on. No. You know, I've never oh. met a young Martha. Have you ever met one? No, they've always been. Well, which is funny because in Spider-Man, they 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 made Auntie May like really young and, and well, hot. Hey, so. yeah. Cheers to Marissa Tomei. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? But. But in terms of the Kents, they they don't touch the Kents. Yeah. They don't touch the Kents. It's like what? And like you could. You have. don't want to make them young farmers, young bucking farmers. Yeah, they're farmers. I'm sure they're taking care of themselves. <laughs> yeah, they the natural I'm sure they're food. at the peak like, of health. Yeah. yeah, organic farm to table, literally. Yeah, Sta- yeah they're nice and healthy. They're yeah. like corn fed, like oh, yeah, they're like robust. <laughs> right, <laughs> robust. <laughs> yeah, but, but then Superman's no. like, no, I'm just gonna let my dad die. Yeah. <laughs> No. Spoiler alert for a movie from years ago. (laughs) I don't know. Everyone gets mad about that. I'm like, you got... Really? You get spoiler? So, everyone's like, spoiler, don't say anything. But I'm like, yo, if it's been a few years, what am I going to be worried about? Yeah, I would... I don't know. To me, if it's been... Yeah, either... About a month or at least maybe two weeks, I would be like, okay. I say three months because that's Oh, like, really? I'm just like, yo, you, people have to t- start talking about it at some point. Yeah. But I mean, I would think two to three weeks is fine just because of all the news media that covers. It's like mm. you're bound to be spoiled or so. I don't know. Damn. That spoiler thing is another, it's another <laughs> like, it, not an issue, but it's just something like spoilers. And it's like, well... It's been out for a year, bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know this happens in the general culture of this country, but like yeah. even especially nerd culture, if you, you say anything just a little too early, no, they jump all over. Sometimes I hate being a geek. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's some, right? There's like some people you're like, oh man, you're giving exactly. us a bad name. Stop, you're stop, like, stop. You're like, don't be that one that makes us look bad, yeah. man. Come on. Yeah, because once <laughs> you represent all of us, <laughs> don't be that person. One bad apple, right? One be bad. Cool. Yeah, be cool. Yeah. Be cool. Be cool. <laughs> but if it's a year cool, like you guys cool. talked about, it's on them. It's on them. That's you know? what I'm saying. Yeah. Find a way. Exactly. Bootleg it if you have to. <laughs> like, or just listen to us talk about it. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Download it on Apple Podcasts. And Google Play Music. <laughs> and Google My Play man. Music. <laughs>
<laughs> no, I'm all about the shameless plugs. No. I, I left shame back in 2015. Is... I'm... <laughs> <laughs> 2015. Such an exact year. Is that is there a reason why is that when I, you I moved, start? I moved down here at the oh. end of 2014. So oh, okay. that year so I was just... That... Yeah. The end of shame. Yes. <laughs> like the end I'm of like, shame. you know, I'm not gonna be ashamed anymore. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna give a fuck anymore. There's, uh, not, a, there's not a classy bone in his body. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not one. <laughs> That's why they put me on this show. <laughs> no, but when I moved back down, uh, I don't know if you went through a period of this, but like this is going on this is ongoing for me. Uh-huh. I'm just embracing change as much as I can mm. in you know, physically in the, the media I di- I consume. Mm-hmm. Uh personal life level everything i'm just like you know what i spent all of my 20s thinking a certain way mm-hmm. and it got me nowhere mm-hmm. i have to start thinking differently and uh, that might have had something to do with the move as well mm-hmm. so yeah move moves i think kind of necessitate that that absolutely mindset. yeah and uh i mean ever since 2015 like everything's been going great yeah <laughs> no and good for you and that just shows that yeah as long as e- I mean, adaptability, I think there are just things that are out of your control. And once you understand that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I find I'm less angry about a lot of things. Oh, there you go. Too. Yeah. That's like, that's, that's the nice. big one for me. I'm like, oh, I'm not as stressed about this. But then again, road rage. I was introduced to road, true road rage <laughs> yeah, since I moved here. So that's... that was a step back for me. I was usually pretty chill. And then I moved to LA and started driving here. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. There's no getting out of that. Yeah. If you live here in Southern so... California. Yeah, my zen kind of strayed away from that. It's like, oh, part. but you guys don't have seasons, but uh, yeah, but, but then now I, have, now I have podcasts to listen there to. There you go. <laughs> including Geek Offensive. There you go. Yes, that's <laughs> right. Team player. So, yeah, I definitely chilled out a lot more because it's just like I just get to listen to yeah. people talk more. So, yeah. a but, lot of road rage and a lot of yoga club. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Yo- a lot yoga of yoga. And that stuff works, man. It does. I used to have like this preconception of it, no, but now dude. I'm like, oh, I'm much more open to this. No, I'm so sad men don't take yoga more because it, and just even for athleticism, yes, it improves absolutely. it so much. And yet, there, yeah, there's these preconceptions. It's like, oh, it's just stretching. And it's like, no, it's going to kick your ass. But after like a month of doing it, man, your your athleticism just goes by so oh, the, much. The changes you experience from even just doing, just adding a few stretches to your workout. Yeah. It's a huge difference. Yeah. And I, and as a, a, a standard Asian person and their standard Asian height, <laughs> like doing yoga, I felt a few inches taller and it felt magnificent. Yeah. Like it's I was great. like, is this how it feels? Yeah. Great and, for your back. Great for your joints. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really, I haven't, I haven't done yoga in a while. So <laughs> Just uh, laying it out there. Yeah. The the physical stuff is the latest thing I've really taken to heart. I'm like trying to get real nerdy about my own health. Um just yeah. because I wanna I'm I'm sick of feeling like crap. Really. Yeah. yeah. That's the main thing. Yeah, we were talking off air right before this that uh yeah, you just started going to you were trying out the the new gym. Uh what is it, Orange Theory? Orange Theory. Yeah. If they'd like to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Orange plug, Theory. Plug, plug, plug. Yeah. Orange location. <laughs> no, Specific no theater. shame. We record no in Orange. Shame. Huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so next time you go there, you'll just be like, so. Uh, 
mentioned you on my I, podcast. Uh, on my podcast, <laughs> and I uh, mentioned you. And listeners, <laughs> please feel free to go out there and uh, shout out Orange Theory, Theory as well as Geek Offensive. Yeah, there you go. Just put those hashtags. Well, together. I did. Yeah, I did tell you guys I'm going to try it, so I'm I might be pushing that out as well. I might Listen, be become this new sponsor. Yeah, the f- <laughs> the first class will kick your ass. Yeah, and, but it works. No, I, I like it when people say, yeah, it's going to kick your ass. I'm like, perfect. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, folks, if you've ever done like uh, Insanity or P90X, it's that type of interval workout. But now there's equipment, weights, uh, a rowing machine, a treadmill, and a coach watching you. So yeah, someone's you can't staring. Sl- yeah. Yeah, you can't slack. staring at you and going like, do better. Or there's a 60-year-old next to you who's <laughs> killing the workout and you're struggling through like workout one and you're like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. I heard this story. Speaking of like old people, I heard this story. So my first year in Japan, um, I went with a group of ALTs. They sponsored this trip to climb Mount Fuji. And I went, but I would hear these stories where all the elderly people that live around or live in that area, they would use that as their like their fucking daily walk. Right, and so then you, you accidentally vlogged about a dead man. Oh no, wait, that's the other. No, guy. no, no, that's yeah, yeah, that's okay. the other guy. Okay, no, okay, no, no, go we, ahead. We yeah. shall not talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> no, that's that in the low. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. Oh shit, man. We are I not plugging that, that piece of like, shit for sure. Dare not say his name on this podcast. No, that's our Voldemort. He who should not be named for sure ever. Sorry. No, no, no. It's fine. So I was during these walks. I would. Yeah, I heard these stories. Yeah, you will see elderly people and I did I did see elderly people kind of just do like this brisk power walk as if it's nothing and I'm like you are climbing this volcano as a morning walk (laughs) (laughs) and it's so humbling I'm like I better climb this summit god damn it I'm not gonna let these old people like beat me (laughs) they're like lazy I know (laughs) fucking gaijin over here Move out of the way. <laughs> like, Ooh, look at this friggin' rookie. <laughs> I know. That was like, oh, hell no. So, yeah, I, I made sure to climb that fucker. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and it, here's another thing about, like, uh, being more physically fit and um, aware of your own body. Like, I definitely feel like everything's working better up yeah. in my mind. Like, I definitely feel like things clicking better. No, no, better. no. I totally you get know. you. This first week was my first week back, uh, like, working uh, working out, like, consecutively, like, day after day. And I already feel the me- I already feel the mental changes. Like, I'm, ar- like, I'm not as, like, life sucks. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. For that alone, it's worth it. I mean, and I, I already feel more comfortable in my body. My body feels more energized or just not, like before i'm just like i'm I'm such a fat ass Mm -hmm. but even then even though nothing's changed weight wise yet that i already feel like oh no my button like it feels great yeah your body needs that uh that's helped me again that's one reason i'm not angry about as much stuff (laughs) i think uh especially like when they do remakes of stuff and like oh you should have left it alone i'm like ah (laughs) that's really that's really my reaction now i'm like yeah "Eh." Meh. I get it. I get, That's good. They got to make good. some money. <laughs> so they, they you're saying all nerds should work out. Absolutely. <laughs> and then okay, think, be think about, so angry about Think about stuff. the stereotypical <laughs> troll on the internet or keyboard warrior, whatever yeah. what do you want whatever you want to call him. Like what do you think of? Some white chubs. 
with glasses. Chubbs. Exactly. Chubbs. Oh, it's never someone in shape, right? No. It's never someone in shape. Well, the thing is, they're either Chubbs or super skinny. Or, yeah. Which is not fit, which is also not fit. Yeah, they might not be healthy either. Right, right, right. But it's always someone who's out of shape. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, if we get them in some sort of workout program, maybe half of that'll go away easy. Yeah. Just like people, so yeah, that's the moral of the story, <laughs> geeks. So out. I feel like that's one part of the solution. We just got to orange get... theory. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's one part of the solution. We get more education going. Then, like, hey, maybe we can cut the racist stuff out too. Yeah. <laughs> Working out will naturally defeat racism. <laughs> Problem solved. Exactly. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> You heard it here first. Don't yeah. be offensive. And to add to that, it's even <laughs> diet too. I'm trying to. I'm yeah. not. A, I'm not on a strict diet. No, no, neither am I. Because I don't. I don't think it works. Like that's just a bunch of bullshit yeah. to me. I, 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 I hate that word. I'm like, do not say. <laughs> don't don't say the D word to me. That that is not. Don't, don't you fucking say it. Yeah. Don't don't you dare. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but being mindful about what you eat. Yeah. For sure. I'll 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 take that. Yeah. The less sugar I consume, I definitely notice that difference. Also. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of switch to teas in the morning, although there are times where it's like I wait after a workout, like my body's just like... You need something. Yeah. So, so I, a, for that extra kick, yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely not as much as I used to, for sure. Oh, yeah. For no. this week alone. Yeah. So yeah. two years ago, I switched to black coffee. That mm. cut down my sugar so I much. I can't, like, that's, it's tough. that's my thing. It's I, tough. I still, to this day, I still cannot drink black coffee. It's not, I mean, it has to be fucking good coffee, I think, for me to... Uh, drink straight black coffee. Have you tried a cold brew? It's a little less bitter when they do it that way. Yeah, I ha- well, maybe maybe I should try again. I just don't know a coffee. Ooh, yes, Want another please. One? Yeah. <laughs> the uh, the white one? ale one. Oh, that's what. No, blonde. Blonde. Okay. Them blondes though. Talking about health as we're throwing yeah, yeah, yeah. beers. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's just Friday. It's, yeah, it's fine. TGO. I've I've earned this. Yeah, I, I went to my. Yeah, workout. no, we we both Cheers. earned this. We, <laughs> we both started our workout, and now we're celebrating <laughs> by drinking all of, all of it back. We made it, guys. We made it. Yeah, we yeah we did. Well, that's the thing about Orange Theory. I know how many <laughs> calories I burned, so I'm good. <laughs> I don't have to feel as guilty about it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of nice knowing when a when you have that official like, okay, mm-hmm. I did burn this. Yeah. Um, but the overall self-improvement, I think, just leads to so much more. And it has been a theme throughout the year for this show. It's like mm. kind of embracing change yeah. and improvement. Because, like I said, when I was in my 20s, I was doing mm. the same thing over and over again and expecting things to get better. Yeah. And I just don't think there's enough of that uh, within the nerd community and in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just feel like if we take more time to improve ourselves, you'll start seeing a lot of that negative stuff going away yeah totally yeah i it's kind of interesting how um i've heard a lot of talk how 20s isn't really you know like it's not really you starting your adulthood no 30s is when you're 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 really home to yourself and you're you're true to uh your identity and what you're what you're what you're all about whereas 20s it's like yeah you're gonna have your fun you're gonna explore yeah yes you're an adult and you have the responsibilities but 30s is when you kind of start to settle and be like okay i feel like i'm living my 20s correctly right yeah, now. yeah <laughs> no, that's how i feel i feel like why wasn't i 
was why wasn't I like this in my twenties where I was willing to explore and be comfortable enough to do it? Whereas twenties I was kind of still like, yeah, I'm still kind of just doing what people are expecting or or you know just trying to like get that job that pays and all that. Absolutely, all yeah. the expectations of family or whatever outside you know expectations well you are. think about the the system we were born into it's like you're supposed to go to college and then you're supposed to have your life figured out by yeah. then and you're supposed to have your family yeah. by 25 by or... 24 25 you're supposed to know what you're supposed to do for the rest of your goddamn yeah. life i could like if i go back i graduated at 22 Oh, wow. I was a dumbass at 22. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way I Dude, knew what I was going to. That's, that's there's no way I knew what I was going to do for the rest of my life. No crazy. way. Yeah. Wow. To even grad. No, I, I was graduated. a fucking kid. I yeah. Like, I mean, I graduated late just because I changed majors. But yeah, even then I was just like, oh, my God. And I think that's why I took up that position of jet because I'm just like, it'll kind of give me a chance to still explore the world and kind of figure out what that like. I knew I didn't want to be a teacher, but. But it's travel. Gonna, yeah, it's so travel important. and it's like and I'm being paid to live in this country and I yeah, it's just this opportunity that no one not a lot of people get to have. So I took it and yeah, people are like, Well, it's not even what you want to do, but I'm like, it's an experience and yeah. I think putting that down, even just saying, yeah, I've lived in Japan and worked there for two years. Yeah. Yo, me. if you're in your early twenties and you get the opportunity to travel, Say fucking yes. take it. Say yes. yes. Do not just stay in America. Who cares I feel where like, it is? Just go. No, I feel like it's. I think it should be fucking mandatory for Americans to travel oh, abroad. Yeah, absolutely. I think it would humble us. It's kind of amazing what you learn and how it's like. No, the world doesn't center around us. Yeah, we it definitely kind of feels live, like it, but we definitely we live in a bubble out here. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of. Um, I know people. Yeah, people give shit about all these other countries. Oh, it's only, you know, there's only Japanese people here. I'm like, you'd be. Um, it's amazing how much they know of the outside world because a lot of they know that a lot of their livelihoods depend on these other worlds because we're we're globalized now. So There's hold on, basically they're aware of like a global economy. <laughs> kind you would, <laughs> yeah. yeah they, they they have that kind of thing. Like they might not be an expert, but they know. Yeah, well, of I, mean, it. I guarantee Japan, most people out here don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Japan, it's a necessity. They're a goddamn island. They have to. There's resources that they do not have. So they have they of all countries, they understand more than most about uh, about having these relationships to bring in and take out stuff, you know, in order for their economy to survive. So I can't like for America, we've we've America is blessed. We are in this abundant land that we took from Native Americans that uh, <laughs> that just, has everything. Just sweep, just sweep that under. Yeah, the let's uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, that they got has casinos. Everything. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. We, we give them casinos. <laughs> they get their income. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> so <That's> terrible. <laughs> taking another sip of beer. <laughs> no, but for you especially, like, how old were you when you went to Japan? Um. So I graduated. So I think I was in twenty five, twenty six. Okay. So that's a really important time in <laughs> anyone's life. For you to go to a foreign country, did you speak Japanese at the time? Yeah, yeah, I minored in Japanese. You minored so at in the Japanese, time I was so. like, I was prepped for it. You yeah, know? so living out there in a country that has a completely foreign culture, because mm -hmm. that must have been like a big shock. Versus, oh yeah, that yeah. culture. I mean, it was. I mean, I was aware because yeah, I studied it, so I was semi-aware of like what things to expect. Mm -hmm. But 
living there, especially in a rural area, that was oh. just another. Wait, what city? Uh, so Japan is divided up into prefectures, which、okay. I guess are considered maybe states. I guess would be the equivalent for us. Okay. And um, excuse me. Uh, the I lived in Okayama Prefecture, which is next to Hiroshima Prefecture.、Mm-hmm. So it was in in the island terms, it's on the main island and more like south. But it was a great place to be in because even though it was rural, like I could take an hour train into the main city, Okayama City, and from there that was like a main hub of transfers of the bullet train to go to everywhere in Japan. So if I wanted to. Go to Tokyo. Yeah, there's a bullet train to go there. If I wanted to go Hiroshima or Kyushu, there's a bullet train to go there. So it was a nice hub for me to travel. It's like really efficient too.、Mm-hmm. I bet. Oh God, I miss public. Oh my God, I miss public transportation. I just get mad looking at buses here. I'm like, no, especially、this. after living somewhere in Japan. Like the minute I came back and I went to Bart, I was just like, oh, I'm like, oh. Oh, fuck this! Yeah, and here's here's the scary thing: like Bart and Muni are like so good compared to down here. I know that's scary. That's that's what made me sad when I came down here and even realized how bad it was. I'm like, oh man, I kind of miss Bart. Yeah, and see, then of course I go back up there and I use it. I'm like, fuck, I hate、yeah. Bart. Then I yeah. Yeah, I got to study abroad in、uh, Budapest when I was still in college. Wow, their public transportation was the best I've ever seen. If、yeah. it was like a minute or two late, that was like a big deal. They're like, we're so sorry. Yeah, because that was no, so rare. No, Japan is the same. It's、yeah. like on the dot. It's there, and yeah, if there was ever a delay, it's like on the boards, and they make announcements, and they're it, the voices sound very apologetic already. <laughs> I'm like, wow. But I never had to worry.、Um, it was <laughs> it was so great. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Like, how have they not nailed that here? And to my understanding, it's still not that good here. <laughs> no, I can't even. I can't. I can't think of one city that's even come close to、um, being decent. Because I was in New York、um, at the end of last year. Nope,、yeah. still the same well, kind of yeah, shit. Yeah, and even <laughs> and even if a city such as New York or in the East Coast, where yeah, it's more prevalent with、mm-hmm. the subways, it's like it's it's dirty as sin. Yeah, and no one, it's and it, you know, it's like wh- why? How, how did we miss? How that? did we? How did how did it get? To, how did it get to this? <laughs> how did it get to this?、Okay. Yeah, it's.、Uh, Well, okay, back to Japan. More the yeah, culture yeah, yeah. shock. Like, what were some of the things that threw you off? Uh, well, staring, staring was one thing. Oh,、um, so even you experienced a little bit of yeah, that too. Yeah,、okay. yeah. Um, well, I um, well, listeners, you don't know, but I am, I am darker skin. I'm Filipino, so I, I have the、mm-hmm. darker skin. So they. Uh, well, I don't know if it's luckily, but because <laughs> Sorry, of, I just、what? imagined like there's a color chart that's like okay, that's、I、when you stare. Philippi- <laughs> yeah, I am in the range of this Filipino here. Like okay, so she's like here. Okay, we can stare. Well,、right. it's funny because my parents are very are very pale, and so and but my siblings are darker, so I'm just like, how did that happen? Where did、were、the we, melanin come from? We, like, were we born on vacation?、What's、yeah, like, no, like you were born in the shade all your life. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it's very weird. So,、uh, Japan,、uh, yeah, stairs were one thing.、Um, uh, the direct questions. There are a lot of questions that are considered off limits here. And are not in Japan. Really? Yeah. So, like, people would just auto- like out loud. Other women teachers would talk about my my breasts or like my breast size. What?、Um, yeah. 
they would just uh, like oh wow you're you're the, the equivalent of like that i'm endowed and i'm just like that thank thank you like mm, i suppose um weight weight is always uh, god that'd be a huge controversy here in america yeah oh that'd and, be uh, all over fox News. yeah no and uh she she was she was my friend. She's my friend in Japan. She was my friend in Japan. She she lives there. But she uh, there are instances where I've heard and and I've had friends that, you know, they've asked to touch my breasts. Women. At least they, at least women. They, at least they asked. Yeah. Women. Yeah. But it's women like guys right, are just right. too, the boys. They're just they're just dumb. But like, yeah. They would just, <laughs> well, uh, we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. And I'm just like, sure. And you know, just just have it there. Like I don't, I don't care. It's like what? Well, it's a thing. Well, they also come from a culture of like you know they're naked in public baths. So I think you know that's of, true. I never thought about in it terms that of way. like that kind of nudity or things about the body. It's weird. Like Japan is just so interesting to me because they have these like dichotomies that fascinate me. It's so weird. Yeah. So fascinating. But yeah, that like I always I always felt that there are just some things where it's like, eh, it's fine. And I was just like, okay. sure, why not? I'm I'm here for a reason, sharing culture, I guess. <laughs> My boobs too, I guess. Um, and but the thing that really, well, not hurt me, but also kind of got me thinking was, uh, like the uh the the gender expressions there. Oh are yeah. Very very exact and strict right so i've had my pixie cut since college i used to have like shoulder length hair but in college i kind of took the deep dive and just said fuck it i'm gonna cut it pixie because mm-hmm. my mom always had it and she would always be like and i always said i've always wanted to try it but mm-hmm. i was scared and she was just like no you have the same you have the same facial features as me it'll look good on you and i'm like eh. but i finally did it but and it did and i've stayed like this ever this since is great in the summer like yeah why, why oh didn't i do this God, before it's amazing <laughs> amazing and people and people always compliment me because they're like not everyone can do that but you can and i'm like thank you <laughs> but yeah but in japan oddly enough that's it's very gendered like people really? well and I, i've seen girls with short hair in, that's, or that's is another it, funny thing too yeah I, you see girls with short hair there but but i in japan in Japanese terms, I mean, I know I'm not the most feminine person. Well, not only because I'm non-binary, but in general, mm-hmm. like my tastes are very neutral or I guess more masculine. I don't wear dresses a lot, but I do from time to time. But but especially in Japan, the clothes for like the female bodies were very floral. Like I always compare it to, yeah. you know, you know, when you go to your grandma's house and you have those like floral curtains and those floral patterns on the couches, those were the designs on the girls' dresses in Japan. And I was not for it. And the masculine clothes were very kind of feminine, really. So I would buy, what? but I would buy, well, I not mean, like K-pop group feminine, right? Or is it uh, somewhere? It's kind of in between. between. I mean, they have like the cool, like it, I don't know. It was just cool. Like they had these cool blazers. They had these cool tops and shirts. And so the guys uh, had more options there. It yeah. Like. Or I mean, what I considered to be like, oh, that's kind of unisex or kind of female oriented. Yeah. They were marketed for guys. So I would take clothes from there. And but with my short, but even regardless, because as it um, when I was teaching, I wore more like business style clothing. I didn't really wear casual. But with my short hair alone i would get mistaken for a boy a lot 
And huh. sometimes it was just kind of annoying. And it was mostly old people. Like a lot of like younger generation was just like, okay, old people well, yeah, kind of make sense. You're a girl. Yeah. But there are sometimes like, I remember I was leaving and I was shopping at Forever 21 in Japan. And I got like, I got some like cute tops and a dress, maybe a dress or something. And I remember this couple, they were walking upstairs and um, in this loud stage whisper that wasn't a whisper because I obviously can hear them. <laughs> they were going up the stairs and she said in, well, translated in English, she was just like, that, that's a girl. And I was just like. Bitch. No, just kidding. But I didn't say that. But, <laughs> but yeah, no. Like the gender, the gender line is very like there, yeah. and that irked me. And that's and I knew this could not be a place where I can live like indefinitely. That's something that's crazy because I feel like the discussions um, this country has been having with like gender identity and politics mm-hmm. that's relatively new here. Yeah, so I can't even no, imagine. It is, it is. I can't imagine what that stuff must be like well, in other countries, especially well, I mean, with, with cultures as old as Japan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, they're they're still dealing with, like, just gender equality first. Yeah. So let's let them deal with that first. Baby and steps. Then, yeah. <laughs> baby steps. I mean, you can't can't deal with it all Get, get one win at yeah. a time here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let them focus on one thing, and then maybe we can introduce another term. And I'm sure they're the underground. I'm sh- for sure there are people there too. It's just Absolutely. that Japan is just very, uh, very. Uh, they they kind of wanna. They call it tatemai, where they reflect. It's like your outside face, what you want people to see. Mm. And but I'm sure in deep down in the culture and society, there's already some underground. I bet. I, I have with no the, doubt of that. Yeah, I bet with the younger folks because. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. You definitely see more of the androgynous fashion. Mm-hmm. Like at least that makes it here. I don't know how it is over there. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I it's just a mix. It people were. I feel like androgyny was more apparent there, but. I guess not not in our obvious definition of it because mm-hmm. masculinity in America is very like like Arnold Schwarzenegger like I have biceps over my biceps um whereas I don't know masculinity in Japan is not that I don't know really what it is mm-hmm. um but it is it's not that so I well mean, what would you consider um I, I, you kind of touched on it, but like, how would you describe masculinity here? Um, man, it's. I guess someone who does. It's, it's hard because it's not like I'm gonna. I'm not gonna downplay what masculinity is, mm-hmm. but I feel like society, for for men or anyone who def, who aspires for masculinity, there's this. There's the physical aspect for sure. Like Absolutely. you have to have a certain strength, but there's also this, this mental feeling, this mental attitude of you have to be stronger somehow or better um, than other people. There's this sense of competition. There's this sense of kind of aggression that you have yeah. to be the alpha somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that connects me when i hear the word masculinity that's what i hear but i feel like there's a disc i feel like there's it's changing a bit um i definitely feel that it's trying there's definitely shows or concepts where it's like 
no, this is actually very problematic, not only for women, but for the men themselves. Yeah, because I remember growing up, like a, a masculine dude never did this. And a lot of things like yeah. some of the stuff you mentioned, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But then some other things are just like, wait, why wouldn't we do that? It's yeah. Like, well, a manly man doesn't need to shower right now. It's like, right. well, there... maybe you should. You don't want to get an infection yeah. or like, maybe just basic hygiene is there a certain was there a certain aspect of that where you're just like why should we not like is there an example of that it comes down to like like the food you like it's like even food food drinks it's like you can't have that that's a girly drink oh that's true yeah like you're just like and i'm just like cocktails are the girly drinks yeah, yeah and when i when i started drinking i'm just like wait a minute the girly drinks taste better and there's more alcohol. That's in what them. I'm saying. So really, that's just the better product. You're Something mixing about- like all these liquors with these alcohol contents and you're saying like, those are girly drinks. I'm like, well. What? Because I like pineapple juice? What the fuck? I know. <laughs> I know. So yeah, see, it's problematic for everyone. Yeah, there's always, there's always stuff like that that always confused me. I'm like, why wouldn't <clears throat> we do that? Yeah. You know, or uh, the not uh, not being emotional not never crying. That was a big one. Yeah. Because there are definitely moments where you're like, um, you know, my grandparent just died. Like, I, I probably should cry then, right? Like, yeah. if they were, if they meant anything to me. Yeah. 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 That's why I feel like men kind like it just sucks sometimes because it's like they're they can't show emotion. They can't. It's it's bad, and I'm like, well, that releases so many things if you just keep it up, and like that just. That's all bad. I think that was kind of one of the early changes for me when I. That was one change I did embrace mm. when I was younger, uh, well, and it was a, it, it was weird just because I went to like an all boys school, so it was oh, oh right. manly yeah. like that testosterone yeah. though. Um, and uh, yeah, so like even there, I'm like, oh wait, that doesn't make sense. Why would why would we do that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, that's good. I feel like that would be the first. I feel like that would be the first thing people should or. Uh, yeah, the mass, the definition of masculinity yeah. that should be the first to be like rectified. Actually, David, can you think of any other things like a, a guy's a manly man's not supposed to do? Uh, um, shoot, I, I just maybe the way they dress themselves, you know, because now it's like that's right, metro, that's a big one, yeah, metrosexual now, you know, and um, I'm not really wanting to point out names, JBG, but uh, <laughs> you know, uh, a man that you know takes care of himself in a sense you know we we that look groomed, groomed. Yeah. yeah yeah like i remember back in the day it wasn't like that was the biggest thing you know you get up you go to work and then you know you come home and that was like the last thing you do but areas are very meticulous now when they groom themselves when they go out they're, they're very yeah. like detail oriented now and that wasn't like the big thing that caught my mind when i was growing up was that was like that wasn't masculine yeah you know? and then the the fashion mm. that's a big one too yeah, of course yeah because you're only supposed to wear like certain colors if you wore pink you're automatically gay yeah and i'm like that pink shirt looks good on me i might want to wear that if you have the skin tone <laughs> yeah god damn it, it i could pull it off yeah See? <laughs> yeah not many not many men can with the skin tone so it's like hey if you got it flaunted but also too with masculinity now i think things are being more accepted you know than, yeah yeah yeah, that's why I feel like why why hinder it when it's so it's so it can be so liberating. Yeah. Like for, for both oh, sexes. Here's another one. I never used a hair dryer before really? like a few years ago. Well you do have short hair. Yeah. Well I, I had longer hair before this. Oh, but even okay. but even with this, like yeah. 
the hair dryer helps. And I'm like, why would why wasn't I taught to use this when I was younger? I'm like, yeah. this makes a huge difference. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So like little things like that, you're just like, there's these, there's a lot of weird fucking rules to be like, man. Yeah, that hair dryer stuff, that's kind of new to me. Yeah, I'm see? Like, really? Even hair dryer? It's dryers? like, oh, you care about the way you look? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Chicks kind of dig that. Yeah, I'm like probably <laughs> probably should, right? Yeah. <laughs> whoever you whoever you want to date will probably check that out. First. Yeah, and the the bravado thing. Like, I was never like macho. Does mm-hmm. that, that, I never had like that machismo. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That bravado. Like, I was never like that just because I had this habit of thinking before I acted. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, like maybe a considerate I, human being. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't cons- like think. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't like antagonize this dude at the bar. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to chill. Maybe, <laughs> maybe now's not a good time. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I'm just going to relax. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just have a sip of my beer. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Do some yoga. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the yoga. Yeah. Back to, oh, I'm bringing it oh, back yeah. around. There the yoga go. for sure. Yoga. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I was starting when I was still doing yoga classes. I started to see some 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 men there, but it was like maybe one or two. But that was still an improvement compared to what I did oh, yeah. like a year ago. So it's it's it, it's changing. It's just not as fast as some of us would like. That's all. Mm-hmm. I bet there's still like some alpha male like fronting even in those yoga classes oh yeah i'm sure they're like in the front of the class going yeah my warrior pose is literally a warrior yeah exactly i'm so buff yeah like look look at me (laughs) or they're like the worst is like there's this one dude i remember who would like not grunt but like they would make the noise that they're making the effort i'm like (gasps) oh i hate those guys at the gym yeah they're like or and i'm like Like, i'm working out yeah i'm like (laughs) No, I'm working out too, bro. Yeah. I don't need your noise. Like, we know. I... We know. <laughs> At my yeah. gym, they kick people like that out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I heard yeah. in Planet Fitness, they... That's, uh, yeah, that's, they, that's where yeah, you go? I heard, oh, okay. they, <laughs> I heard <laughs> there's like this bell or something that if you drop the weights, they're, they would like fucking shame you. Yeah, they it's would, called like... like public a, shame. I think it's called lunk. Like there'll be a lunk or... Oh, yeah. 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 Well, no, I love that. I yeah. get the grunting, but the dropping the weights thing, that's kind of weird because... What if you're lifting heavy? Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, so maybe not that, but the grunting. The grunting for sure. Yeah, Yeah, the grunting for sure, but I actually... I mean, David would uh, speak of this because he actually goes to Planet Fitness. I only heard. I only heard. I I got a warning for being a lunk, so... And it's because of my weight. I dropped the weights. I'm not a grunter. I just dropped the weights. Yeah. And the lady, like, even told me, was like, hey, I just want to give you a warning. You know, you've been dropping the weights kind of hard. And I actually looked around, like, gave her the, like, me? Are you serious? You know? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I did cross fit for a bit and yeah i would um i would still drop it but um i was at a small gym in k-town and they were like yeah just drop you know if you if you need to just drop it it's fine but you know that's crossfit it's kind of yeah you're kind of pushed your extremes yeah it's that that mentality that yeah it's fine but i in a public gym like planet fitness or something it's just like yeah i could see why but i think it's the grunting that really irks me more than like dropping of the weights yeah Oh, and then like uh, this happens in like nerd culture too. But you you like check someone's knowledge on anything. Oh God, that's the worst. Stop. Yeah. It's like you say like, oh yeah, I'm well, a Niners fan, and well, you're like, like, oh, do you know this guy? I feel like guy? it's more. I feel like it's more on women though. But do you ever experience? Do you or David? Do you ever or do you two ever experience that fact checking of geeks? Like, do you ever does someone ever fact check you? Not with nerdy stuff, mm-hmm. but like sports for sure. 
cars wow. for sure. Like anything like that traditionally manly traditionally stuff. Traditionally manly stuff. Yeah, Whoa, stuff like weird. that that happens all the time. Yeah, it's like, oh, did you catch that game two years ago and blah blah blah? <laughs> caught this ball and did that. I'm like, N- no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. I'm sure. actually opposite. Like uh, sports, like I'm really keen on, but then when it comes to like nerd, I'm just getting back into it. So like when I go to things or events, I kind of go into a little shell. So you know that way I kind of don't get checked. <laughs> but we don't, we don't want mm. that for yeah, you. We want you to course. like go in and enjoy yourself. You know, and I yeah. and I do in a certain sense. But then when like people start coming in and start talking, I just kind of like okay, yeah, yeah. And I just nod my head and just kind of like let the crowd come in. And I just swoon in the back. You know, that way I don't get hurt or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, but I I do agree. It's definitely in nerd culture. It's definitely women that get nerd checked yeah, way more. I and I, yeah. I don't think there's ever been a time where I haven't been, or even if it's it's probably more subtle or like the very first question. If I ever get into a conversation, it's it's more like it's more like so. Uh, what are you into? It's more like okay, let's let's test the waters. Let's yeah. see what this person's read. And I'm like. Dude, I mean, I fucking worked at a comic book store. Like, I was what, reading, like, yeah. you, know, you don't know me enough to do, like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I don't understand. You're like, what is the, recite the Green Lantern Oath right now, word for word. Yeah. Like, shit like that. What <laughs> issue? <laughs> Fuck exactly. you. <laughs> and here's the thing that I, I've always uh, wondered about that. Just And I even brought it up in, like, we, we did this at a panel in WonderCon. Mm-hmm. I, I always wondered, like, why do it, it's usually like a straight guy that does this right mm-hmm. so why do nerds do that because growing up i always wanted more women to be into the stuff that you i was think, into right yeah i was just like oh great there's girls here i can yeah. talk to them about it but no there's these instead guys of, who have to prove instead themselves of it's like oh you watched it too oh my god did you re- you remember this and like what was your favorite episode it's yeah. more like well how many episodes have you watched who's the voice yes actor of this person yes and it's like what like why are you quizzing me uh i don't know it's i i i mean i i'm not a dude i can't explain why 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 do you do this why do you do this part of it i think is uh you know growing up it was looked at as a very unsexy thing to be into yeah um so that's part of it so there's like an that kind of leads to like an that, ownership of it, you know? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, where were you during the struggle? Yeah, there's that, you know? gate, yeah, definitely gatekeeping, yeah, for um, sure. But, and then I guess like this is their chance to be the alpha male. Yeah. I think this that's part of it. their time to be like, yes, I am finally above all. Yeah, it's like, I'm the I'm the stud here, not that guy. But. Yeah. And then you meet the guy who's physically fit and yeah. both. And, and you're like, oh, you're girls like, are going to go to that guy. You're like, well, <laughs> that was your chance, I had buddy. It for a few minutes, where I was downgrading you <laughs> by asking you these gatekeeping questions, mm-hmm. pretty person. There you go. If the they were to, if they person. were to play it right, though, honestly, I think that it would be more appreciative, and then you know maybe get a, their step in to talk to a girl. You know, exactly. That's that, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. That- listen for, for this straight guys out there when you're at a con. And, like, most cons now are, like, 50-50. Like, it's a lot of, like, uh, women there now. Oh, as yeah. opposed to when I started going. Thank uh, the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, like, don't quiz anyone. Don't front. Just be like, oh, you like that, too. Like, uh, go, like, oh, how did you get into it? Yeah. Or, like, or, oh, what did you like about it? Or Yeah, or, how oh, have you heard of this show? This show's great, too, if you like this one. Exactly. exactly. Perfect. Like, don't. 
gatekeeping is not needed, yeah, especially you know, in such a niche culture as ours. Mm-hmm. Geeks like, well, like we're we're still kind of in that. I mean, even though it's popular and Marvel's making billions of dollars and stuff like that, it's like mm-hmm. we're we're still we're still geeks, guy. <laughs> like, calm down. Like, yeah, you don't. You just, just that money's again, not be going cool. to you. Yeah, yeah be cool. Be cool. That money's not going to you. It's yeah. going to Disney now. <laughs> <laughs> All of it's going to Disney. <laughs> Apparently, everything's going to Disney now. Yeah, this this podcast is uh, the, this podcast. Like is within now the last twenty minutes, we got bought out by yeah, Disney. So, like it was uh, really weird. Yeah, <laughs> they, they figured well if we can that. pay <laughs> if we can pay billions of dollars to Fox, we might as well get the minor little shit. Too. It's Why like uh, it's it's like like where they're impulse buy at the yeah <laughs> the fucking supermarket. Yeah, they're oh, like we'll just get that podcast. Disney's in Disney's here, so it's just like oh, what's that Wayland production? What's that? Podcast. Yeah, we'll Look just take everything studio. there. We'll, we'll take it there too. Why yeah, not? Why not? Chump change. The, we'll let the kids play with it. It's weird. Mickey just walked in. He said, "Like, yeah, this is ours now." Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, "Okay, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> Eddie looks good for being ninety. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But they're, right? yeah, they're, I mean, 90. Marvel, Star Wars, it's all going to them. Mm-hmm. But they, I mean, we were, um, we we're saying like it. They seem to be leaving them alone, though. Yeah. Right? I I think so. It seems like it. I'm sure. I mean, I I feel like they're uh, for Marvel and Star Wars and things like that. They're definitely going to take advantage of the distribution that Disney possesses. But oh, of course. I think in terms of like, oh, the movies and the whatever uh, their TV shows and things like that, they're kind of like okay. It's like let's use these resources. At least they yeah. have that going for them. It doesn't feel like well. At least Last Jedi didn't feel like a very Disney movie. I didn't think so. Watch all the hate comes at me for the you like Last Jedi. Pretty hey guys, come down, it. work out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do some yoga. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's all fine. It's all fine. <laughs> get over it, guys. <laughs> Fuck. Well, that's what I don't get. Why? Why the hate is coming out now when it's been out for a, a while? You know, like. People. For Star Wars in general, or just Last no, Jedi? the Last Jedi. Yeah, I feel like this past couple of months have just been like people are doing this petition to redo this thing and blah. blah. I'm like, this this movie was made. Guys. Yeah, let's, people with let's move on. Too much goddamn time on their hands. <laughs> no, but I love I love the clapbacks. Like yeah. freaking Rian Johnson was on his Twitter. Was just oh like, my Be god, my fucking guest. <laughs> like, <laughs> you got the resources to do this. Go on, bro. Yeah, like, do you know how much money it took to make that fucking <laughs> thing? Like, Jesus Christ. He's like, have at it. I'd like to see this. I think Let you me grab sp- my popcorn. I think you got a sprain on his thumb for uh, pressing that block button a little <laughs> too much, you know? I don't know. If I ever got that famous, I don't think I'd even bother blocking him. I'd be like, because I feel like that's gratification for them. Yeah. Oh, for I, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just don't understand why it just kind of came back all of a sudden that's so weird oh well yeah uh i again guys maybe work out yeah orange work theory. out orange theory maybe <laughs> three may, times already orange eat some theory. organic we, we food <laughs> have a beer yeah, have i don't some, know chill out have some have some kale chips it's yeah fine. i mean yeah. half yeah half of these nerd problems i feel like it's just take care better care of yourself and the, yeah. the problems get solved <laughs> yeah mm. uh but yeah, it, it's that's a good point. Like I know there was hate when the movie came out. I just like wait, it's been God eight months since it came out. Yeah, so yeah, months. it's just kept, the hate 
keeps coming back. I felt like it, it built up or something because I felt like when it came out, people were very excited that it just came out mm-hmm. and people were already boning for like, oh, Luke Skywalker is back and all that. And then, yeah, there was some hate, but I didn't feel like it was too much either that or I just ignored it. Did you like the movie? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I'm, I'm a big Luke Skywalker fan. Just to mm. see him back was just like, yes. That was enough. Yeah. And just to have like cranky Luke Skywalker was even better. <laughs> like, I'm so glad he was just this cranky Luke Skywalker. Like, don't Wait, bother me. That goes back. Slice. You got to see his life, his daily life. And you're like, oh, this fleshes him out. Like, slice yeah, life character. <laughs> it did. Like, he wasn't just the farmer boy and he optimistic farmer boy. And he grew up and he was just like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yeah. Like, I'm going to live on my own and get me some milk from this weird <laughs> monster. Just old and grizzled. Yeah. He, he'd seen some grizzled, shit. Yeah. Badass, oh. grizzled Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I love it. I'm hoping if anything happens in the next last episode, you will see Force. We'll see Force Luke just having snarky conversations with like Force Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh. I, I would just love being it. Cranky bastards together. It would be <laughs> amazing. Yeah, I would just love That's it. That's like, what I want. He just goes like, "Oh, this is what it's like on this side." Yeah. Oh, okay. And he's like, "Damn, no wonder you kept bugging me all these yeah, years." And Obi Wan's like, "No, you know." Luke. And <laughs> I I would love it if the half the movie was just that. I'd be like, "This is I, great." This I guess you'd great. have to you'd have to get you uh, and McGregor to do yes. Luke. Yeah. To do, oh, sorry, Obi Wan. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not down for all these remakes they're doing. All this history that we don't really need. But mm. I'm down for an Obi Wan. Like I'm. I love Obi Wan Kenobi and Ewan yeah. McGregor's Obi Wan Kenobi especially. So I would be down if they did a prequel. Like if they had to do another one just to make money, I would. I would be down for him coming back. Just did you a... see him in uh, that uh, Winnie the Pooh movie? No, I haven't Robin? yet. This that's one of those ones where I didn't have a big attachment to him yet, but. And even so, I didn't have much nostalgia to it. Oh, okay, yeah. But the movie by itself, I was mm-hmm. like, "Wow, that was really good." That hit oh, so you every note. It. Yeah, I thought oh, it was great. Oh, great! It's it hits the notes yeah, it needs to, I and watched, it doesn't feel cheesy. Yeah, I watched a lot of Winnie the Pooh uh, as a child, so when I saw the live action, and of course with Ewan McGregor, I'm like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and hearing Jim Cummings as the voices again, I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god!" So I know it's going to be pretty intense for me. Yeah. The only heads up I would give you is like they, they got Winnie the Pooh and Tigger back, but I think everyone no, Piglet, else. Yeah, Piglet was yeah. definitely different from what I've heard in the trailers. Uh, Eeyore sounds similar, but oh, I'm e- guessing Eeyore, it's I th- not the same. I'm not sure. Eeyore, about Eeyore. I think they got the same guy, or they, it sounds a lot. No, like yeah, it's Eeyore Brad was very Garrett. similar. It was Piglet, uh, where I was like, "Whoa, that is not Piglet." But yeah, Rabbit yeah. and Owl sound different. Okay, so but I mean, it could be like maybe the actors or have either passed or just didn't want to do it yeah i mean it i mean it's understandable i mean i don't really mind that much i mean as long as it sounds similar or it gets the essence of the character I'm see it's that. one of those movies where okay I, I have this big like problem with like movies that bring a fictional character into like our world like yeah. smurfs is like a big example of that oh yeah i'm just like why did you bring them into our world just let them yeah, do the movie yeah, about yeah. them like <laughs> yeah yeah i was wondering how that would work because the plot itself reminded me a lot about hook which i mm. love them i love hook hook is so good but, oh fuck yeah right yes mm-hmm. it's so fucking like yeah. that's, that's legit that's like Spielberg that's a movie. legit yes. sequel yeah. you know you could so believe it but rufio 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 oh, oh let's try yep. and get him on the show 
Dante hey, Bosco. Yeah, Dante Bosco. Sup, Call man. out Dante Sir. Bosco. Sup, bro. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Loved you in Avatar, man. Yeah. <laughs> Represent. <laughs> but but was... Christopher Robin, it's one of those movies where this is this actually works when you bring the characters into our oh, world. Okay, good. Because at first you're just I I mean I I'm biased. I love like I love Winnie the Pooh, so I'm just like. I'll believe it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't really even think about that part. But yeah, no, I totally understand where you're coming from, where if you bring this fictional animated thing and bring it to the real world, it's kind of like, uh, yeah. weird. <laughs> That's awkward. <laughs> but it's good to know that they, they did it really well. I, I don't know if we, we might have touched on this a little bit, but I mean, were, were you more... Are you right now? Are you more movies, more comics, more TV? Like, is there one side you're um, keeping well, more of an eye on for work? Just because of work and what I do, I work okay. in the comics industry, so I definitely have I definitely have a firm footing in comics. Nice for sure. Um, what are you reading right now? Uh, I'm a sucker. Well, it's weird. I'm kind of I'm kind of reading. I'm kind of reading more. I'm kind of catching up on some like DC stuff. I try to I try to focus on like women focused superheroes just because like just to show that support. But yeah, get um, those sales up, folks. Yeah, it's uh, but I mean this could be another goddamn episode. But like the comics industry is just it's just bad because it depends on single issues and things like pre-orders and it's just uh, really? horrible. Yeah, no, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's another that's a whole another ball that's, game of discussion. That's fine. If yeah. only we had some long form. Of media that where we could discuss this. <laughs> oh, yeah, where oh, where could we do where this? Could we do this. Yeah. Do you know of a place in medium <laughs> to do this? Yeah, let's no, let's open this up a little bit. Okay. So, what is the comics industry relying on? You said single issues and pre-orders. Yeah. So, so really, like the the two. What I don't know how much single issues cost anymore, but like really, that's still. Yeah, the single in America. Well, here's the thing: in American comics, it's very depend sales, and depending if a series gets cut or not depends on the sales of those, of even the number ones. And it's not even that; it's um, because of what, of how the industry works. So, okay, let's back up a second. So right now, Diamond Distributors is like the main distributor of comics to retailers. Mm -hmm. They kind of it's almost it's essentially a monopoly, I guess. There's some other people, like there's Ingram and other distributors, but for single issues and a lot of majority of all your figures that you see in your comic stores and your local comic stores, it'll be from Diamond. And so, uh, and it's based on a pre-order basis. So like by three months in advance, retailers will have to start putting in their orders for issues that are coming out in like three months away. Oh, so it's based on the, orders of the retailers but not necessarily yeah. customers so it's Got not it. even okay. exact so even the reports you see are based on like pre-sales and not even like you know the point of transaction it's just oh. it's all those reports you see yeah they did well because those comic stores ordered that amount in advance got it okay. and they're not returnable so it's like once those comics are in that store it's in that store yeah so even if they got them they're just sitting there forever yeah so comics and with the way the economy is right now they have to be picky so a lot of indie indie issues or indie publishers they kind of get put on the wayside because they can't take that risk so uh to sell that on their shelf space i mean it's a a premium get it Yeah. yeah so it's the main the money that the companies those retailers will most likely go for are marvel and dc because they will they'll they'll sell 
Um, but even then, there's a tier for that. You know, Superman, Batman, the Trinity in mm-hmm. DC. And then, of course, like, God, I don't even know what's popular in Marvel. It's kind of up and down. I mean... Like, I, I would guess whatever's in the movies. Yeah, Avengers, yeah. whoever's shown up in the movies, those were going to get, you know, the, the sales. Right. So... It's still based on single issues. They're now trying to incorporate book sales that the trade paperbacks, the collections. See, that's what I thought most of the sales would be no, on. Just no, it's, like a, it's all no. about the single issues. Wow. It's only now that they're trying to, now there's this transition of like, okay, so yeah, the single issue thing, how can we keep it going? But also realize that a lot of casual consumers that are coming from the movies don't necessarily get that single issue thing Mm -hmm. the single issues are more for the collectors you know they go for the variants they go for these yeah they go for the artists whereas the person who watches avengers in the movies are just like oh yeah so what's this all about i mean they just want a booklet they don't they don't get that single issue stuff what about digital sales digital it's it's also hard to it's also hard to gauge um i'm i think i'm like i i read a lot of like industry blogs um they kind of keep it they kind of keep the sales close to the chest like comiXology is the number one digital retailer but they got bought out by amazon so now it's an amazon it's an amazon uh company now and so the know that yeah the reports are kind of skewed and it's just that it's it's the timing and the rankings are very off so it's kind of hard to compare right now in regards to what does better and uh what does not in terms of digital and print it's um no, it's, a, it's a it's a very it's still in transition for comics it's yeah so it's i mean for these these companies these publishers like marvel dc like mm-hmm. so I, I i'm just shocked like that's still the backbone of their income i figured it would be from like toy toy sales or tv or well i mean a lot of com- if a comic retailer is smart enough and if they have the you know the income to do it they would they would diversify i mean the comic store i worked at back in college in sacramento they uh i mean we we had a gaming area so we had we sold like we sold card games we sold like rpg books and warhammer and Mm -hmm. you know but and on the other side was the comics we sold the trades we sold back issues or older editions of the single issue comics and uh yeah all the current stuff and the trades so it's in their best interest to kind of diversify what you have in your store but the thing is we we live in the age of amazon amazon kind of has everything now including the figurines and you can get you can there's so many options for consumers to get these figures and probably at a discounted price so yeah and like you said like the store can only hold so many things yeah and they probably have to mark it up too because i mean there's that overhead so they kind of have to get their money back so yeah some they might have to even add a few more bucks to that (sighs) figure or whatever just to make ends meet so it's it's pretty it's it's tough right now for comics sadly and there's not a lot of um, the translation is not a lot in terms of like oh with these movies that means there'll be more comic readers it's right. really it's not necessarily the case from what they see or it's like people just like the movies and that's it yeah there hasn't been that crossover where they're just like oh my god this was interesting maybe maybe oh this came from a comic you say so I don't know huh. 
maybe it's... Uh, but I could be wrong. I, I just feel like there hasn't, from what I've seen in any comics news, there it's not that much of a significance. Maybe there's a bit of a bump up, mm-hmm. but not so much where it's like, oh my God, comics are the shit right. now. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Uh, maybe yeah. it's that thing, it's like people just don't want to read, the, read ahead and get something yeah. spoiled. I don't... But it's not the same thing. The oh, comics yeah, no. world is so different from MCU, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, or DC, whatever they call it. Oh, right. God. Yeah, don't don't even DC. <laughs> mm. Martha. Oh, oh, so you're a fan, right? <laughs> yeah. Martha. <laughs> Again, I'm serious. Try that in any argument. Just yell it out. Wait, just yell just Yeah, yell they're, in, they're in the middle of their point. Just be like, Martha! And then they're like, what? And then like, yeah. Just, you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> or in the off chance, Mike it's like, drop. oh, that's my mom. Yeah. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> and I was, and then you'd be like, oh, shit. That was not. <laughs> I was just a guess. Oh. Um, you know, I, I think what's I think we got to wrap this one up. Oh, yeah, it's already. Dang. 30. Crazy. Yeah, that was fast. That um, way too fast. Gemma, it was a pleasure having you on. Dude, this was awesome. I'm so looking please forward to it. Please take me back. Please, no, you please are invite me back. Open invite anytime. Yeah. I am really looking forward to your show. I hope I can stop by yeah, at for some sure. point. Uh, um, do we do we know when it's coming out? You too, out? David. Oh, hell Fuck yeah. Yeah, Fuck. Yeah, we'll bring the whole crew, right? Yeah. <laughs> the whole... whole <laughs> oh, both whole of us. Well, let's, let's have you let's meet... bring it all up. <laughs> let's have you meet Mike and Dave before we bring them along. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. okay. I have yeah. to meet some people first. <laughs> They're going to have to do some homework. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to... Uh, the first episode's going to drop in September. September. Fuck September. yeah. Oh, wow. That's coming up. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. let just just embrace that pressure. Yeah, just uh, just em- oh, yeah, yeah. It's out in September. <laughs> Do we know what day it's uh, gonna land? Not the exact date. No, okay. no, I'm afraid not. But it'll be posted on um on Wednesdays. Okay, sure. so first half of September. Yeah. Can I? Okay. Yeah, I would say the first half of September for sure. Okay. And where can they find you? Ooh, so I. I, it kind of seems like a mouthful, but it's not. But it's so on uh, Instagram, and I'm 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 still debating on Twitter, most likely just for episode updates. But uh, it'll be at Diverse Geeks in Focus on um, hashtags, mostly just DGIF because that is way too long to say. <laughs> and you can um, and uh, I do tweet a significant amount kind of at uh my personal is uh at sweet and bitter gem so that's sweet letter n bitter gem g-e-m my nickname and you can find me on instagram panra p-a-n-r-a and david where can they find you you can find me at superfan armenta on twitter and instagram and you can find me on facebook at david armenta shout out to lupus org donate to the cause if you can please go out and donate platelets to any local hospital. They do have a shortage still this summer, so please go out and donate. Also, too, please donate whole blood. Uh, they take whole blood every 115 days a year, and they also take uh, platelets for a person. They take uh, platelets every seven days up to 24 times a year. The incentive is you can go out and donate and get some movie tickets. So go out and please donate. So whether you're actually like wholesome and doing it for the cause, or you're just selfish, it works out either way. We either get the way, yeah. yeah, it's a it's a win 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 win. Yeah, <laughs> you don't you don't gotta be you don't gotta feel donate guilty about just for tickets. It's donate fine. and watch uh, watch the second Avengers when it exactly. comes out. There you go. Yep. There you go. 
And you can find me on Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari. And the Geek Offensive has its own Instagram at Geek Offensive. Um, and we're also on Facebook now. We're maintaining that page. It's not just blank anymore. Oh, we, yeah. We're going to we be on Facebook, too. Oh, Denver's yeah. Geeks and Focus is going to be on Facebook, too. DGIF on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and both of our shows yes. are part of the Geek Say What Network. Geek Say What. And you can find uh, the Geek Say What Network on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Uh, and speaking of the network, two other shows on the network. Please download and support them. First up, we have Ready, Set, Geek, hosted by... Uh, Alex Gala, JPG, Cole, and Anthony, they are your starting line to geek culture. And we have our twice-a-month trivia podcast, Geek KO, hosted by Justin Madriaga, Ish, and Sam. You can find all of our shows and the upcoming DGIF whoop, whoop. on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever the hell you get your talking. Next shout-out goes to our associate producers, uh, Wayland Productions. You can find them at wayland.ws. They share equipment with us, share space with us, help us sound great. Yeah. And they have a new uh, audio drama out on Alpha called We're Live Frontier. Please go check them out. Next shout-out goes to jordandenay.com. Jordan Ellis runs a uh, online clothing store out of Brooklyn, New York. She's eco-friendly, helps you look nerdy. And if you shop on our website, use the promo code GeekSayWhat, you get 20% off your next purchase. So buy a shirt, you heathens. <laughs> I'm just, I just Be want that. I just want Be that shirt. Just buy a shirt, you heathens. Just say that. I'll wear it, Jordan. Just send it. <laughs> you heathens. I'll wear it around. Just add you heathens. Yeah, you heathens. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I like that. I'd wear that shirt. Yeah. I'd wear it. And final shout out goes to Marley Rosner, who does all the original music for the network. Uh, you can find him at Cal State Fullerton because he teaches there. <laughs> uh, Stalk him. Yeah. <laughs> Sign up for his class. Fall semester's coming up quick. Um, oh, go to God. rate my professor. Leave a weird review. <laughs> Hashtag geek offensive. Hashtag geek offensive. I'm gonna. I'm, st- I'm. I'm gonna get that phone call, and he's gonna be like, Justin, you gotta cut this shit. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, big thank you to him. Uh, he's been a huge help. And Gemma, thank you again for coming. No, on. thank you. It's thank been, you. It's been fun as fuck. Awesome. Oh, thank yeah. you. Uh, don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. Yeah.